Welcome to the NBA Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by thelines.com. Coming to you from the West Coast, Josh Lander, joined as always by Nate Weitzer on the East Coast. And we are looking at Thursday's NBA playoff game that we have one game on the slate as the uh, Warriors and the uh, Lakers will meet once again in game two in San Francisco. Uh, we're going to be looking at some best bets and player props. Uh, we have a player props video up as well. In this one, it's best bets. Uh, like and subscribe to that page so you can check out both of those. Moving forward as well as we're going to be coming back to you guys for each and every one of these playoff games. Uh, definitely want to make sure to head to the lines.com as well. You can check out all of the great written content we're putting up there and use the odds finder tool. That's where we uh, give you guys all these lines right in front of you so you can shop them across these books that are giving us bets in the NBA postseason. We are getting ahead of everything uh, as all these lines are up for the, the Warriors and Lakers. It is Wednesday uh, as we are recording this. And so we still don't know necessarily how we did on Wednesday's picks in that Celtics and 76ers game, but it should be a good one. Uh, so either way, we'll uh, we'll be getting back to you on how we did in that one. Make sure to check those out as well when you get a chance. Uh, Nate, let's just run right into your first uh, best bet for this game. Yeah, so here's a way to bet on the Warriors' money line with a potential big payout and a potential break-even. Um, Warriors' halftime, full-time is minus 130, so that's just the money line. If you put 1.3 on that, one, let's say you put $13 on that, then you put $10 on Lakers to lead at halftime, Warriors to win at plus 480. So you'd break even if Warriors win, but they're leading. And if the if the Lakers happen to be leading at halftime and then collapse, which we expect them to do, uh, then you get a nice 4.8 times payday. Um, and yep. it's just a question of them running out of gas, right? I mean, AD played 44 minutes. He was dominant in the first half. Couldn't even sustain that in the second half. Um, because while we might think as analysts, like, wow, like they, they can't guard him. Like, well, he still has to expend the energy to blow by Kevon Looney or to hit shots over Draymond. Um, and the and the Warriors are going to have some stuff for him, of course. LeBron, we saw in the last round, has to pick and choose his spots and will literally just punt the game if it's not going his way. Um, if if you know they've already earned the split, if they want to go back one one, uh, you know LeBron will conserve his energy for sure. So I mean, it's only a question of will the Lakers score enough to be up at the half is is really it for me. I I think the Warriors will take control in Game Three. I mean, in quarter three, both of these teams have really good offensive numbers and, and like plus 13 net ratings in the playoffs in the third quarter. But like I'm saying, when the Lakers know that they, they need to conserve their energy in this, this series is every other night, unlike a lot of the other series that have like three days off right now. Um, when they know that, they, they are going they are capable of coming out flat like we saw in Memphis, right, where they lost the third quarter by nine points. It wound up being like a 20-point deficit and moved on. The Dubs have some history of this. I mean, they have a ton of history in recent years um, where they just have that third quarter avalanche. We've all seen it. They did trail in game four at home against Sacramento, trailed by four, came back and won that game closely. They trailed in game six against Sacramento, of course, did not come back against that one. But, I mean, here's what the Lakers have done in the second half lately or what their big two guys have done. AD, eight points per game in the second half, 48% shooting. After going 17 points per game on 70% shooting in his, his last three in the first half, LeBron also eight points per game down to 33% shooting. And as we'll talk you know, later, LeBron not hitting his outside shot, not having the same explosion, uh, and, and it really shows down the stretch and on normal rest. So 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the, the Warriors will be able to take control of this one. So you could also take advantage of that by live betting this. The thing is, if you bet this all before it starts, you're covered even if the Lakers like literally don't show up because AD's got to be huge, uh, I think, for them to keep winning in this series. Yeah, he does. Uh, it's interesting because, you know, when I looked at game two, when they were in the exact same scenario, the Lake show against the Grizz last series, they came out and played in game two, right? Like LeBron played basically 40 minutes, like 39 and a half. Uh, and AD played more than 38 himself. So they didn't, they didn't buckle. They just, they played poorly. Uh, LeBron had 28 for what it's worth, uh, you know, and, and was going hard, had 11 boards as well. So like he was going, uh, and, and I don't know how much fuel he still had from hating Dylan Brooks, who then gave him extra fuel after game two by calling him old. And then from there it was over. Um, but you know, for, for this one, I love the way that you're handling this, the Lakers to be leading at halftime, the Warriors to win the game is plus 480. Um, ba- banking on the idea, you know, and, and really what we're banking on here is that the Warriors win the game based on the fact that they're going to win the second half. Um, and, and so, you know, you could even obviously just look at a second half line before it gets to, uh, you know, a little bit, if the game's out of hand at halftime, like you said, and the Lakers don't show up at all. And, and we just expect that to run, you know, right now you might get a better, uh, better line there for the second half. Uh, right now you could probably get it. I think like what, what, what warriors like minus two or something, uh, for, for the second half based on the fact that it's a four and a half point spread. So, um, you know, I, I would feel really, really good about that right now too, uh, and feel covered there, but the, the Lakers halftime to be, to be leading at halftime addition to this just makes you know trip gets you all the way up to basically five to one on your money and it's worth a sprinkle on that when you're able to recoup it with the you know the the other bet where we both feel confident that the full-time you know result here is that the Warriors win uh and, and winning in the second half so a couple ways to handle that but I'm gonna just move on to, to my pick in this my first pick in this game um which is a quick parlay of under 227 and a half I like that a lot by itself at minus 110 if you want to hit that. But I mean, the adding the Warriors money line to it when we both feel the way we do about how this game is going to go. Uh, look, I, I put some money on uh, Warriors to lose game one and win the series. So I really want that bet to hit and I'm not going to be fading it or necessarily hedging it in any way with game two. I need them to win that game uh, for that this bet to feel any kind of confidence. I really don't want them to have to win four out of six uh, or excuse me, four out of five. Uh, yeah, four to five versus the Lakers to have to win this series. So um, I, I think that the under comes to some of the stuff you talked about, tired legs by the half in this one, uh, AD 44 minutes. I mean, they're going to need him to do that. If, if they're going to shoot the way they shot five for 26 and they're going to, uh, and, and LeBron can't bully his way to the basket, like he could necessarily in, in, in other against other teams, like say what you want about the lack of height for the warriors. Uh, they are strong down low and Looney has proven that. And they know how to swarm you when you get down there. They're, they're good against the rim, uh, defending that area, even though, you know, they lost the points in the paint, but more on that in a sec for, for the purpose of this quick point, like about the tired legs first quarter they come out with 102 pace second quarter 114 pace in that one uh as they were both just going bananas once again and then cute by quarter three they could they, they came out with a 96 pace and by quarter four it was 90 um and, and these both teams you know old teams playing on one day of rest um and, and on one day of rest this season you know things are a little bit slower for both of them um, and and all, all their numbers basically drop a bit uh, over the last 15 games. They're actually the, the exact same on one day of rest where they're both scoring about 117 and allowing about 110 uh, right at our number here. And I would love to just 
to say that by game, you know, whatever we're at here, game 95 or so for these two teams, um, you know, basically like we're, we're, we're going to be able to have that tick down a little bit from the average of what they've been doing towards the end of the season there, especially when they both needed to win games to stay in the playoffs. Uh, and, and we're definitely trying as hard as they could and they will be now, but just on much more tired legs. So I think things got to slow down as well. If, if the dubs are going to try to defend the Lakers way better than they did, um, that getting dominated down low around the rim as good as they are defending it. AD was still a monster. He and Looney both had 23 rebounds should be mentioned, but the, the Lake show won that points in the paint battle 54 to 28. They had 29 free throws hit 25 of them. The Warriors had five, uh, had six free throws hit five of them. Um, that's 20 points, uh, at the line that the Lakers got, you know, in, in a game that they won by half that. Right. So, um, it, it's definitely a, a good bet that like the, the dubs are going to be trying to defend that a lot better. Uh, they don't necessarily have, have a ton more weapons, but I think that they can't, they can't, Von Looney has played 35 minutes. He can't play 30 the way he played in that one. And maybe it was for the sake of getting him out there, but uh, same concept for, for Draymond played, you know, 20, uh, 33 minutes. They got some Jermichael Green minutes, but I've been talking to some people who also cover the, the, the uh, Warriors as a team that I used to cover as well. Uh, and it does seem like Jonathan Kaminga should get on the floor at some point uh, for some defense here as well down low. At least he's super athletic, standing about six, seven or six, eight. So it's at least another big athletic body they can put out there. And lastly, Jared Vanderbilt can you please stay on the floor because if you do then the defense also was going to prevail in this game when he was on the floor in game one hundred defensive rating for this team and I'm sorry this is throughout the playoffs uh, and then in game two uh, excuse me when he's off the floor 121 defensive rating so he, he's worth about 20 points per 100 possessions that they can limit when he's on the floor but he's just averaged about three personal fouls and has five of five personal fouls in two different playoff games four and three of a blah 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 like he needs to get three or less fouls because when he does he gets his props this team is much better on defense and I'll feel much better about my under 227 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I love the under in this series, and I broke down in game one why I liked it, and everything went right if you were taking it over for like two and a half quarters. Like Jordan Poole rimming in random four-point plays that like bounced in and like buzzer beaters and all this crazy stuff, and it still went over by one point. So like, yeah, you can you can hit the under for sure. This was with the Lakers on extra rest. This was with the Dubs, you know, coming on an emotional letdown, so not bringing it the same defensively. They're going to be better on D. They're not going to let the Lakers waltz into the paint or give them 29 free throws again, uh, most likely. And, yeah, we talked about those two stars slowing down down the stretch. So whether you're going to hit it before the game or maybe live bet it, if even if the first half seems like it's high scoring again, look, it's just not going to sustain. There's a lot of veterans out there. Um, and, and they know that in the playoffs, it's, it's kind of a slow down defensive game down the stretch. So oh. here's another way to bet the Warriors money line. Cause that's what we're on here. We're expecting a tie series and I'm going with, I'm going to throw you the conservative parlay here, which is Steph five threes, which is crazy to say that's conservative clay three threes Warriors win plus one forty. Uh, I mean, five threes for Steph is is certainly the norm. He's hitting five and a half at 46% at home in these playoffs. The Dubs clearly not even trying AD and company down low. I mean, LeBron had three blocks too. They understand. And the Lakers apparently are scheming to just let them shoot threes. Not that they're going to give Steph and Clay open looks, but everything's happening out there on the perimeter. They shot 21 for 53 as a team. And both these guys hit six threes in game one. So, I, I mean, you could get a little more aggressive with the parlay. Like, if you just go up one three for Clay, you're almost at plus 200. Um, I, I think maybe you could go up, 
with and then take the Warriors spread if you're going to start going up with the threes because maybe the Warriors are just getting everything going and they wind up covering relatively easily uh, consistent with what I'm saying that the Lakers might punt this game if it's not going their way but just just look at Steph after an L in in the late in the playoffs since the final started I mean 29 points five threes 43 points seven threes 28 points only three threes 36 points, six threes, and then 50 and seven threes. So he will come right back. Um, and Clay, you know, even though Josh is talking about fading his points, I mean, yeah, he's only averaging 21 and a half points, but they're almost all coming from the three point line, right? At home in these playoffs, he's hitting four game at 34%. At home in the regular season against the Lakers, 42% on 10 attempts. Um, and, and the Dubs as a team shoot much better from three at home, as you would expect. So. I think these are pretty conservative picks in terms of the parlay. Yeah, they they are. Um, I, I'm I'm with all of that. I, I I definitely don't hate fading Clay's points and still taking him to hit three threes. It's it's it is pretty much uh, death taxes and and Clay to hit at least two, if not three, in the playoffs right now. Even with his 21 point average, I mean, even especially with it, man, uh, he's just he's not good nearly uh, as good at going to the rim. So um, that's that's where I would rely on on Clay doing damage for sure. And then look, we're 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 taking the Warriors to win this game. Partly, you know, the the under I think does sort of correlate with uh, the, the Warriors winning this game a bit uh, in, in terms of I mean, it could go either way with an under. But if you're if you're looking at um, you know the the Lakers not really necessarily getting their points because they they kind of they slow down on offense i mean they, we, i don't think that their five for 26 was a total anomaly man like they're not a good three-point shooting team especially when uh d'angelo russell can't be trusted to, to play you know 30 plus minutes like he was uh in the regular season when i mean he's playing close to that but it, in the regular season he can play you know as much as he wants when they're less worried about that defense and there's more sort of second unit minutes for him to sort of not necessarily be a big deal that he's not a, uh, playing defense at all now they, they can't necessarily afford that so they still have to go defense with with jared, jared vanderbilt playing a ton um and, and either way like I, I i think the warriors to win this game is what we like and I, I do that i say all of that because i would like to segue to my pick that also involves a parlay with the dubs money line um and and that is in another sort of like let's just go to the well with some guys that were like come on man death taxes and this guy to do looney 12 plus boards Anthony Davis, 12 plus boards, LeBron under seven assists uh, is one that I like. And then the Warriors to win this game. And that gets you to plus 240 on DraftKings. It's much better than anywhere else that I found it. Uh, and on FanDuel, it's about plus 215. So I think it's notably better there uh, for you to take it on DraftKings just in case you're shopping that. <clears throat> But I will say, as I said, my coffee that, like I said, Loon Dog, go come into Looney real quick. Last six games of the playoffs, 18.8 boards a game. He hit 12 each of those times. Um, the first two he did not. They also were playing him less minutes the first couple games because I don't think they realized yet that he was the second most important player on their team in that King series, which they quickly realized and played in the next five, uh, 30 plus minutes, uh, up to 31 minutes in, in those, um, it, you know, in the playoffs, like I said, 31 minutes a game last five versus LA as well, 12 and a half boards in 22 minutes during the regular season in this last game combined this year um, because, you know, 22 minutes was about what he was getting in, in the regular season, but they still played him as much as they could when they played the Lakers, knowing that, you know, they're going to have a combination of, of LeBron and AD out there. And when they do play, he's out there more like, just like he was in game one uh, for 30 plus minutes. But uh, I think he's a, a, just another great bet for 12 boards. Same with AD who also had 23 in game one. He's got 15 and seven playoff 15, a game in seven playoffs game. He's, he's hit 12, 
or more in five of those. His last five versus the Dubs, he's averaging 13 per game uh, in 36 minutes, and he just played 44, as we saw. The assists for LeBron going under those, uh, he's uh, averaging five in the playoffs in seven games. He's only hit uh, seven or more in one of those playoff games this year. Um, and I, I just think he's he's going to continue to try to score, but he, you need legs to get assists as well uh, when you know he works to get them the way that he does, where he's coming down court as fast as he can and, and looking for guys on the wing uh, or trying to cut into the lane and then find, you know, kick out and find shooters and things of that nature. Like that still takes a lot of effort. And I, I don't think he's got the F, the energy to focus on, on both of those at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, he, he chucked up eight threes, made one of them in game one. Uh, and it seems to be that's the, the, the tenor that he's setting anyway, and what he'll probably continue to, to try to do at least what he's capable of. So um, I, I think it's a good idea. Like, I don't think they're necessarily going to give up, even if they are down double digits in the third quarter, let's say if they're keeping this game within 12, 14 points, like he's going to be out there. And I'm baking a lot of that on, on how game two went in that Memphis series, where it was a one Oh three 93 final LeBron played 40 minutes, 80 played 38. Uh, and, and I think you could, you could see them both play close to that once again. Yeah. I, I mean, glad you brought that up because my thought is why not add the under everything you have here is correlating with the under. That's your first pick. I would probably do that and then take these guys down to 10 plus boards just because there's a chance they they don't get 12 again. I mean, Looney in, in particular, Moses Malooney, as they're calling him, just getting every single offensive rebound. I don't know if that's going to sustain, like maybe he winds up with 10 or 11. So maybe that's the way I would play it to get and, and see if the odds actually even improve because uh, you're adding the under as well. Yeah, I mean, the statue for Looney is being planned out right now, just so you know. It's going to be outside Chase Center. Like, it's coming, man. And it's going to just be him eating glass, uh, basically taking a bite out of the backboard. He's so great right now. But You're listening to the Lines.com Podcast Network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sportsbooks all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Steven Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Let's jump right into uh, your first NBA playoff prop, Nate. 
Yeah, I'll take the bait, FanDuel, uh, for LeBron to go under one and a half threes. They're giving you plus 188, uh, which is crazy because it's it happened in, in five of his last six games. He is shooting six for 41. That's good for 14% in those six games, including three for 21 in the second half of these games. I will also throw out under 31 and a half points and assists for Bron in those six games. He's averaging 27 of those combined, just five dimes on the road in these playoffs in particular, just four dimes per game, 21 and a half points. And he's shooting 18% from three. Uh, I mean, he's he's got a foot that needs a surgery operation, and clearly that's affecting his ability to shoot from the perimeter much more than it is his ability to drive or or block or, or you know continue to leap, uh, where, where he is still impacting the game for sure. But he's you know made no bones about the fact that this is AD's team now that AD is going to carry them in this series in particular, um, you know, and even when he was like peak LeBron. Our, is two threes really like a guarantee? I mean, it was his average with so far with the Lakers. He does average two threes a game at just 33% in the playoffs. Um, you know, not particularly impressive there. Uh, it is, is in game one, he played 40 minutes, had a 31% usage rate, still only got you 22 points. And I know it disappointed Josh. Josh was calling that he was going to bring it in game one on the extra rest. And he still couldn't muster the energy to drop 30, uh, not that that's like incredibly easy, but like he's dealing with Draymond most of the time. Uh, in the second half in particular, he just still didn't have the legs. He had zero assists. He went four for 15 from the field. And AD, you brought them home uh, along with some other guys. Like there's enough depth on this team. We've been talking about it all playoffs. Now the Lakers made some moves for LeBron to defer when he needs to. And, and he's conserving his energy very clearly. He's hoping that they can navigate these playoffs without using his his, his bullets as uh you know his old friend Brian Windhorst terms that he's got like seven bullets in the gun he's got seven games where he can fire off and I don't think game two when you're already up one zero is going to be the game where LeBron goes off. Agreed. Uh that's my Brian Windhorst. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So 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 I'm I'm with that. Like it was. It was brutal to watch him go one for eight again uh, as he continues just his awfully awful, impressively awful uh, shooting. And and I just want to kind of I'll say this again at some point, I'm sure. But right now, as we're recording this, the the Nuggets and the Suns are at 2-0. Um, you got to kind of be looking ahead to conserving your energy if you're these teams, if you plan on making it through a series at high altitude with a rested Denver team that looks like it can just throw seven really good NBA players and two very good ones. Anyway, moving past the Denver point, because it'll come up again, I'm sure, as just an added point that we get to make about why things are going to be going under. Guys might be resting in strategic places for either or both of these teams, but especially uh, the Lake Show. So, you know, for, for LeBron to go under two threes, like, yeah, man, I would take the bait as well. Like, how baity is it for real for him to hit two of them is just something he does not do. We're both in alignment. If you uh, saw the the best bets video, I'm going under with LeBron's assists on one of them. I'm even boost. It's like five and a half for him, but I'm I'm boosting it up a bit. Um, and, and to take the the crappier odds in a parlay for him to go under seven in that one. Um, and yeah, the 31 and a half points and assists, like for him to get 25 and a half points, still feels like a pretty good under uh, with his inability to shoot combined with. How how much energy it takes to get a bucket uh, for him and the assists for him, which we talk about take take plenty of energy themselves. So um, I am going to go back to Clay Thompson unders 
Uh, 23 and a half points. You get better juice after you put up 25. <laughs> we were texting right before uh, the, the, the fourth quarter because he had a really good third quarter. Once again, he had 16, by the way, in the first half of the last game where we were trying to go over 22 and a half on him. Um, he ended with 22 by scoring six in the third and none in the fourth. This last game was basically the exact same scenario. Had 22 going into the fourth, only made one shot and it happened to be a three that, that got him over. Uh, what have you took him at 22 or 23? But that's where his prop is going to remain. And it's getting a little bit better now at 23 and a half to go under because of the fact that he just did what he did. He hit six threes. Uh, he's got to hit that many threes to get over his prop, by the way, at this point. Like, if he doesn't hit five, he's not getting 25 points, right? And and so um, I, I think he's a good bet to hit three consistently and still go under uh, his points prop at 22 or at 23 and a half points. Um, I, I can basically just kind of read off what I wrote in my article the last time, and I'll continue to talk about it. But in his last 30 games in the, play, in the playoffs, dating back to last season, he's averaging 19 and a half a game on 40%. Uh, 42% shooting in 36 minutes, which he played last night thir- or 37 minutes. Uh, Hardy usage rate of 23%. He's also only gone over 22 or you, points uh, seven times. It actually goes down if you talk about 23 and a half points where it's at right now, meaning less than a quarter of his playoff games. So I'm just going to continue to fade him uh, in, in these situations. Like the numbers are going to be there for me to consistently get him under 22 and a half, under 23 and a half as a player who is overjuiced because of the fact that the, the books know our memories of clay are just heroic clay who can just do anything and make any shot from anywhere. It's just not the case anymore. So uh, if this game goes seven series, seven games, if this series goes seven games and he, uh, and his points props at 22 or 23 and a half points in each of those games, I'm going under to probably hit at like a four or five out of seven clip. Yeah. I appreciate you sticking to your guns. I mean, don't get, don't get shook just because it didn't hit one time. Uh, it's not like he blew up like Harden did on you. The other night, either he just you know he crept over it. Harden put um, me in my place. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing is, yeah, if you're gonna bet over on Clay's points, yet yeah, like Josh is saying, just bet over on the threes. Like he's gonna need five or six threes to get 25 points these days. Like he's not getting it done in the mid range. Certainly not driving all the way to the hoop in this series with AD lurking there. And the Lakers are kind of, you know, living, you know, playing with fire to a degree by by packing it in still against this Warriors team and letting guys like Clay shoot uh, and seeing if he's if he's going to hit enough to beat them. And so that's why I'm going with Draymond's assists here to get uh, eight assists for Draymond plus 115. I don't mind going up one more from that, too, at more like plus 160 for nine assists, Uh, as Josh pointed out to me. He had seven dimes in that first game. The Warriors had 30 as a team, which is already kind of low in terms of percentage. He's about like a 31% assist rate guy with the Warriors. But he had 21 potential assists in game one because of the Lakers strategy. And because Draymond's the guy facilitating everything, not really looking at the basket. As per usual, he has under a 13% usage rate at home this season where he averages seven dimes. Um, and averages about eight rebounds per game. I think you can you can parlay the two together in, in terms of rebounds, assists, but the odds are worse. And and Looney and AD are just vacuuming every single rebound right now. So I think the assists is where you look at with Draymond anyway. He is the facilitator, and, and that's how he impacts the game. After a loss in the playoffs, he has at least seven assists in every game except the one he was ejected in game two against the Kings. Um, and you know, in the regular season against the Lakers, he was able to, he only six assists, but he only played 28 minutes per game. This is the last two years against the Lakers in the regular season. So the stakes have not been high enough 
for him to do that like they have in these playoffs where he averages eight dimes per game at home in these playoffs. And the Lakers on the road giving up the sixth most assists per game. So game one is kind of indicative of what we should see in terms of the, the dubs getting around 30 assists. And if you just follow the numbers, Draymond should have close to a third of those assists. He should have nine or 10 as long as guys hit shots when he feeds them. Yeah, we like them to win. Um, I, I can still take an under and, and Draymond can get his assists because the, the dubs do you know, score what like the second highest percentage of their points uh, in, uh, in the league off of assists, um, assisted field goals. Like they're not really scoring in one-on-one situations. They don't have one-on-one players. I mean, Steph is that, but he still gets the, the benefit of screens, whether he's coming off them with the ball or, or not. So um, yeah, I, I continue to feel that way. I mean, they need to, they, they shot 53 threes in that game. So that's going to be a good amount of those potential assists, right. For, for coming from Draymond are going to be on those threes and pool and Curry and um, uh, clay, sorry, all hit plenty of threes on pretty good percentages. Uh, like both two of them over 50%. I definitely don't want to continue to believe in, in, in Jordan pool, but I think, uh, you know, and, Andrew Wiggins is going to have to play better and he, he should, they got to be able to get him a bit more, uh, you know, from the dunker spot sort of coming in off of the, this, you know, when he's coming in on the baseline, uh, to catch an alley-oop from Draymond, they got to in- implement that a bit more as they haven't had anything like above the rim at all, especially as, as Wiggins has gotten his legs back under him, but we'll see how that goes for this one. I think Draymond's still a decent bet, I, I you know, for, for at least the eight there. Uh, and the nine is, is getting even a little bit riskier for, for the juice, but, uh, I'm going to close things out with a pick that, that you actually put me on by just sort of throwing it out there. And then I was looking into it, why you were thinking that. And I think I found why, uh, talking about Jared Vanderbilt over 11 and a half points and rebounds. And it's really good juice at, at pretty much even money minus one Oh two on FanDuel. Just needs to stay out of foul trouble. Talked about it in, in why this game should go under if he does. Uh, when he was on the when he's on the floor in the playoffs, they have a 100 defensive rating as a team. When he's off the floor in the playoffs, they have a 121 and a half defensive rating. Very crucial to the team uh, defense, obviously. And he they they it was pretty obvious he was always going to be the guy to guard Steph. Um, you know you need a bit of length. He's that sort of Tony Allen type, actually a bit bigger than Tony Allen. Uh, that that you know is is the type of guy to put on Steph who can just fight through screens, doesn't even feel them. Blah blah. Blah. So the minutes are going to be there for him if he can just stay out of foul trouble. And he couldn't do that in game one. Um, and he still got there uh, in, in that first game. But, you know, the, the 12 points of rebounds is, is basically where he's at on, on the playoffs. It's just look at the difference in when he has three or less fouls versus when he has four or more fouls. Uh, in seven playoff games, he's averaging three fouls a game. In the three games that he had three or less fouls, he averages 16 points and rebounds combined because he gets out there for like seven more minutes. Um, in the other four games where he had four or more fouls, he's averaging averaging six points and rebounds per game, which was highly distorted uh, by a one rebound zero point effort that he had in like 18 minutes against the Grizz. Um, and, and that's the type of stuff you you would expect from him if he's going to be doing that because they, they know they need his defense is equal to any offense, if not greater than, you know, in terms of importance than, than any offense that they might get from Schroeder and, and, and D'Lo. So he's got to be out there. And, and Austin Reeves has already been shown that he's going to be get getting 37 to 40 minutes in each of these games, closing out lineups and, and on the floor as much as possible for them. He's guarding clay did a pretty good job guarding clay throughout that game as well. So he, that's where he's going to be at. But with Jared Vanderbilt as the other matchup, like they have their matchup set. And if he's on the floor, 12 points and boards for him is something like he, the, give him six or seven boards. If he doesn't get four or more, more fouls, in which case he only needs four or five points that you can feel pretty good about. Yeah, I think that's why I would actually just go with the rebounds, right? If it's like slightly plus money for him to get six boards, it's just that's just a matter of playing time. 
And also, I don't expect AD to have 23 again. We talk about Looney, Looney and AD both doing that. I think there's going to be some positive regression for other guys, you know, getting involved in, in terms of the boards as, as those two guys cancel out a little bit more uh, or just the way the ball bounces and the amount of threes the Warriors are taking and the fact that we're talking under here, there should be available rebounds for sure. There just weren't that many in game one because some crazy stuff was happening. Uh, but but JV still got these numbers, right? And, yeah. and still... And he was out there clearly doing a pretty good job on Steph. So yeah. that's earned him more playing time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he, Steph was much better in, you know, the, towards the end of the game there than he was earlier in it when, when JV was on the floor. So can we call him JV? Has he earned just us doing that? I just don't feel like saying Vanderbilt every single time. So yeah, we're going with JV on that one. Uh, no disrespect to uh, Jonas Valanciunas, also a big friend of the show here. I digress. That's all the time we have. Uh, so make sure to like and subscribe to that page. Also check out the best bets we have up for this game. And we're coming back to you every single playoff game, as I am continuing to say. So until we see you next, happy betting. Happy betting.